Metricast. But in that dynamic, I would always be putting that the feminine, the physical feminine first. And this was a reflection of my, the desire for my inner feminine to be met. Right? Because it was so suppressed, like I talked about before, it was now reflecting in my own external desire of meeting the physical needs of the physical female above my own. So this shows, and this stems back to my childhood, right? That balance not being met in my childhood was now reflecting in my adult relationships in the sexual act, wanting to get my attention. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Good morning, evening, afternoon, beautiful souls. Welcome to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. This is your weekly installment of your inner connection to your outer expression, where I, your host, Harrison, set the loving intention of holding the space needed to pull back and dive into the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. And today, you have found yourself on another solo sode solo podcast with just me, just me and my energy today, sharing a heartfelt topic and conversation from my heart to yours. And today's topic at large is the inner child and sexuality or the inner child and the core need of healthy sexual expression. Before we get into that, before I go into all the little details of this important conversation and theme here today, I really want to set the foundation of this chat. If you are a returning listener, I feel you. I love you. Thank you for being a part of my tribe. I hope this show brings you value today. If you are a new listener to the Cosmic Love Antenna, this is the space and place where you can learn all about these different layers of your mystical spiritual journey. If you get a lot of value out of this chat today, how you can help build the show is sharing this episode out with your friends, your lovers, your partners, family out there in the world. You can also leave your reviews over on Spotify and Apple. You can go over to the Facebook Cosmic Love Antenna group now too to get a bit more coaching, a bit more insight, a bit more updates around all of my work. And I'd also recommend you sign up for my newsletter to get updates on this show and other exciting things I have in uh, going on in this world. And you can find out about all those details in the show notes here on Apple or on Spotify, wherever you're listening to, and you can join up for all the goodness. All right. So why, why should you listen to this show today? Why is this episode important? I'm going to be talking about the inner child as I've done on many episodes on this show before, but today I'm going to be talking about one of the core inner child needs and that being healthy sexual connection and expression. I'm going to be talking about this link. We're talking about what it is, why it can lead to problems if this need is not met, what you can do about it. And I'm also going to be sharing a little bit more about my story and my examples of this in my life and a lot of, a lot of more a lot more value and content in between those lines. So that's what we're going to get into today. I hope this brings you value. I hope this brings you insight. And I hope you stay on board for this inner child exploration. Before I get to the first topic here, 
I want to share a beautiful review from you, the audience, from you, the tribe that is the Cosmic Love Antenna family. This is from the user A Classen21. This is the beautiful Andrea who will be on the show in the future. Andrea says, Harrison has a beautiful gift. You can truly feel the energy coming from the podcast. Harrison is such a grounded being who has a one who has wonderful gifts for helping others awaken to what's possible. I enjoy his interviews and the insights he pulls from his guests. Well, thank you, Andrea, and I'm excited to share your episode with the family and thank you for your love and all the feedback you've given. With that, beautiful beings, let's get into the topic today. Let's get into really what is on my heart and this this uh, theme and this this uh, conversation at large today, this topic really bubbled up last week and that's generally how I pick these solo suits. I go deep into my heart and I ask what is needed, what is not only needed for me to speak my truth around, but also what is needed for you, the beautiful audience. So I'd encourage you as I go into this topic today, really feel as you always do. Many of you tell me this, but extra, extra suggestion here today to feel these words because they're most likely going to hit on a lot of deep, maybe unexpressed parts of you that need to see the light of day. Right. I want to explain to you first here a little bit about my story. Right. And then explain what this inner child need is and ways in which it's cut off and then what you can do about it. Okay. So I grew up in my childhood, as many of you might have might have done, with a, a series of my inner child needs not met. And this is by no means judgment on my beautiful parents. I don't think there is such thing as a perf- perfect upbringing. And I actually feel this is a symptom of the collective at large and the world that we live in, right? And us as children and our parents are a part of that world. This does not mean we need, we don't need to take ownership and we don't need to take responsibility. But what it does say is that there are a lot of forces and belief systems and energies at play that make it very likely and conducive to create a disconnection from self. One of those being this this topic that I'm talking about today. So I grew up as a child in this world and as a little boy, I was cut off from my divine feminine, my sensitivities, my emotions, my feeling body. But I would actually take it a little step further. I was also cut off from my sexual expression, my balanced sexual expression. I not only grew up as a little boy that felt shame and guilt when he expressed his feminine sensitivities and emotions and vulnerabilities, but I also felt as a boy that when I did connect into my divine feminine sensual side, which I'll go into here in a second, is a big part of healthy sexual expression, I felt wrong. I felt unnatural. I didn't feel manly. 
a big part of this was a pushing down of how my voice, how I expressed my voice. A big part of this was a pushing down of how I connected to females and and women later in my adolescence. Right, I would overly assert myself and I would be overly masculinized to the point where I overlooked not just my own emotions and my own sensitivities, but the partner that I was with, right? Which you can imagine led to a lot of disconnection and abuse. What also happened in my childhood and then adolescence was I experienced abuse, sexual abuse. And in reflection and hindsight, a part of this was me actually attracting this pain into my life to see the thing that I was not seeing. I definitely did not acknowledge that at the time, and I definitely did not want to see that at the time, but the abuse that I experienced at the hand of an at the hands and at in you know in the action and the and, and the the things that were experienced and it's you know as you can hear in my voice it's still a bit hard to talk about but uh, you know I attracted an older man to my life that did abuse me in a way right and did you know touch me and and leave me in a state where I was feeling very victimized and felt taken advantage of and a big part of that going back to this topic here today was a suppression and a numbing and a pushing away of this beautiful divine feminine inside of me and it wanting to get my attention, it wanting to get my understanding, my acknowledgement. So I share all these little examples in my journey and my story, not to emphasize the victim, not to overlook the responsibility that perpetrators outside of me need to take but ideally to show you what can happen when we suppress when we ignore when we have an inner child need that is not met especially one of this sexual nature right and the empowering piece here is that we can learn to meet this core inner child need of healthy sexual balance and healthy sexual expression ourselves. And I'm going to talk about that at the end of this episode today with some action items, but I just want to empower any any victims out there, any beautiful souls that might be looking to bring some balance to their sensual sexual energy, that you have all the power, you have all of the potential, you have all of the needs and tools and actions that can be taken to meet these needs yourself and to move through the trauma, move through the pain, move through the challenge, to come out the other side. So let me go into now what is the, what is this inner child need, right? So you might have picked up a little bit of this from my story that I just shared and the little components of my voice and my sexual energy and my, my the divine feminine. The core inner child needs that I've described, and I would highly recommend that you go 
listen to my inner child episodes, part one and two, where I've talked about the core inner child needs. The one I'm pulling out today is this sexual expression and healthy sexual balance of the divine feminine and divine masculine in each of us, whether we are a physical male or a physical female, we have the innate need to balance these energies in our being. And one of the ways it's balanced is through our sexual expression. Right? The, this need is pivotal because if it is not met, it shows up in our adult life, it shows up in our external adult relationships. It shows up in our relationship with money. Right? It shows up in our relationship with our physical disease. Right? These are the three big powerful areas in your life that an inner child imbalance, an inner child need that was not met will show up. Right? These all stem in many ways from your sacral center. Right? They show up in an extension from that sacral chakra. Right. Again, for just to reiterate a lesson here, your sacral chakra governs your emotional body. It governs your creation center. It governs your sensuality, your sexuality. It all, it's all of these things. Right. It's why it's such an important area to be mindful of. And if it's also the seat of your inner child, right? It's where it spends most of its time. So if you've had an inner child need of sexuality, sexual balance that was not met, it's going to impact all these areas. So when we start to bring awareness to this and start to meet this need, we start to heal these areas. I'll give another little example here from my story, and then we'll get into you know, other ways in which this area, this need is not met. But an example in my life where, again, this inner child need of healthy sexual expression was not met and then it showed up in my adult life right in my adult relationships again it showed up in the bedroom right it showed up and this was you know i look back on it now and i see it as a positive thing but it actually shows the imbalance right it shows just like this sexual expression this inner child need of sexual energy being balanced needs to be met just like it can be show up just like it can show up in the in the masculine side in an unbalanced way, so uh, pushing down the feminine, right? Overly masculinized sort of expression. It can also show up in an overly feminized expression, right? So for me in the bedroom, as an example here, I would always put the feminine first, the external external feminine first, right? I would always put the partner that I was with. I would put their needs above my own. Right? In my case, I'm a heterosexual male, so I would be having sexual intercourse and, and sexual relations and, and, and sex with females. But in that dynamic, I would always be putting that the feminine, the physical feminine first. And this was a reflection of my, the desire for my inner feminine to be met. Right? Because it was so suppressed, like I talked about before, it was now reflecting in my own external desire of meeting the physical needs of the physical female above my own. Right? So this shows, and this stems back to my childhood, right? that 
balance not being met in my childhood was now reflecting in my adult relationships in the sexual act, wanting to get my attention. That's just another example in my life, and maybe this can relate to you, right? Where is that? Is that an example that's showing up in your life, right? And we could we could put that on its head. But if you're a physical female and you're you're putting the the masculine first, right? The physical masculine first. I would ask you the question: Are you allowing your divine masculine internally to come up? Right? Is there a suppression of your divine masculine, which for most women there is, right? Right, men, women growing up as children aren't allowed to be masculine because then it's them being too much. Right, if they show masculine traits, taking action, right, that's they're not being they're not being womanly, they're not being girly. Right, you get the idea here. So this is just to highlight why this is so important. So let me go into now, you know, ways in which this is cut off, ways in which this inner child need of healthy sexual exp- expression, healthy sexual balance between the divine masculine and divine feminine, you know, ways in which it is cut off, right? And just the awareness of these, I just want to make this clear as we go deeper here, just the awareness of these will help you heal. But I'm going to go into more action items at the end, but just bringing awareness and seeing if these resonate with you will bring some change and bring some shifts. Okay, so I'll start here with, I was watching the recent Elvis Presley movie that came out, I think, last year or the year before. And it's just, this is just an interesting anecdote. I wasn't really aware of, obviously I know who Elvis is, but I wasn't aware of his journey and his life. And in the movie, it really highlighted how when Elvis got on stage and started moving his hips and and gyrating and 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 moving his pelvic area all the women in the audience would go crazy for it and there would be this almost out of body experience that a lot of the females men too i'm sure but in the movie it highlighted all the females how they would react in a sort of dormant and ancestral and almost animalistic way to the the moving of his hips and for me, what this highlights, going back to this topic here, is it shows this beautiful urge that we all have that, unfortunately, at a cultural level is forbidden in many ways to really express our sensuality, our sexuality. But there are so many cultural belief systems that forbid men and women from leaning into their, their sensuality. Right, whether it moves to the divine masculine, whether it moves to the divine feminine, there is this overarching suppression of that sensual sexual area. Right, and the Elvis example really showed that. Right, showed the sort of the collective surprise at these beautiful women re- responding to the sacral area right? and, the, and the pushing down of it. Right, it also shows up in religion. In many ways, right? Think of how long the church, and not just, I'm not just highlighting one religion here. There are many religions that have this in their dogma the suppression of healthy sexuality, not just the divine feminine and females, but sexuality at large, seeing sensuality, sexuality within that sacral area as something that should be shamed, something that should be pushed down. 
right? We see this within the church and many different ideologies, right? One should not self-pleasure, one should not self-play, one should not touch themselves, it's a sin. One should not have sex before marriage. You know, I don't need to explain this to you. I'm sure that many of you listening can pull out many examples of where you've seen this. And this shows up first. Where does it show up first? It shows up first in our childhood, in our in our child, in this specific inner child need. Right. Another one for you. Another one is the media, right? The media and the images that were portrayed again in childhood of what real beauty is, right? What beauty should or shouldn't look like. Right. And based off this, these images that are projected into our psyche growing up, if we don't fit into the mold of what quote unquote is beautiful or not, then we will subconsciously in many ways, unconsciously in many ways, push down the parts of us that we think do not fit the mold. Right. So this connects back to this sensual, sexual balance. We push ourselves out of balance to fit into what is expected. Because if we don't, then we're not safe, we're not secure, we're not supported. Right, this ties into a society at large as well that does not allow the emotional being to come up. Right, we're not taught, we're not emphasized and acknowledged for being emotional. Again, this goes back to that sacral center, that sacral, sensual, sexual center. The extent in which we deny our emotions growing up is also the extent in which that area is imbalanced because that sacral center is made of our, the first place where we start to relate to our emotional being. So if you grow up either as a boy, right, as I shared in my story, wanting to express his feminine but told it's not manly, or as a girl that expresses certain emotions like anger and you're told that it's not, you're, you're not a girl, you're, it's not womanly to be angry, now there are parts of you in this childhood that suppress and push down this sensitive emotional being that you deserve to be. Right? And this impacts that sexual sensual balance. And going back to the Elvis example, we're then surprised why there is like a an upsurge and an uprising and almost like a somatic release when someone does get to experience something sensual and sexual we're surprised at why there's such an outburst well it's because we've been pushing it down for such a long time we've been suppressing and ignoring right what is depression in many ways depression is the depression and the repression of these sensitivities and emotions right i'm not saying that the only cause of depression is the pushing down of emotions but what I am saying is it's a big part of it, right? And it's connected to this sacral center. It's connected to this emotional center. It's connected to this sexual, sensual, creative, and inner child-related center of our being. That if all these things are happening in our childhood, right, this need is not being met, right? This healthy sexual expression and this balance of the divine feminine divine masculine is not met and then it ripples into our adult life 
as it did for me, as it did for me and in my adult relationships, as it did for me in my expression of my adult voice, as it did for me in the expression of my divine feminine and divine masculine. But just bringing the awareness and now connecting this back to our childhood, what we can now do is start to make a change and start to be the, start to meet the needs that, that deserve to be met. My favorite inner child quote that I'm sure all of you have heard me share before is from Alice Little and Alice Little quotes, as traumatized children, we always wished someone would come and save us, but we never imagined it would be us as adults. And that is really what we're stepping into now. But this core inner child need of healthy sexual expression of this balance between the divine masculine and divine feminine inside of us, we can now step into the shoes and meet these needs ourselves. So how can we do this? What are ways in which we can meet this core inner child need of healthy sexual expression ourselves? So I'm going to give you some tips here. I'm going to give you some guidance around this. The first understanding is we must bring balance and allow ourselves more more specifically here this is the action item we must allow ourselves equal feminine and masculine expression so to make this very clear again whether you are in a male body or a female body you both you have both these masculine and feminine energies it's up to you though in any given moment to bring awareness to what is needed do you need the masculine, the going, the pushing, the ticking off, the getting stuff done, the structure, the foundation, the action taking? Or do you need the feminine feeling, the feminine being, the feminine allowing, the feminine style, silence, the feminine voidal womb, the feminine darkness, the feminine, you know, you get the idea the feminine sensitivity. We all need both of these expressions. So what you can start to do, and this is the action item here, is learn to bring awareness to what is needed. And this is probably the most important part of this, not judging yourself for not getting stuff done in the feminine. And I say getting stuff done with, with my fingers here, again, in inverted commas. Because a symptom of the, of the mostly patriarchal society that we live in, the mostly masculinized society that we live in, is that when we start to express our divine feminine, whether we are in a male body or female body, we feel like we're not valuable. We feel like we're not getting stuff done. We feel like we're not moving towards the goals and objectives that we are setting out for ourselves. So this is an important point here. We must release this judgment because if we feel judgment every time we express our divine feminine, then this inner child need of this healthy sexual balance, we're just adding more fire, more pressure to the tension. So it's not just bringing awareness to what is needed in the moment. It's also removing all shame, all guilt, all judgment around the belief systems that are 
conditioning us to be a certain way. Okay, so that's the first tip here around meeting this inner child need. The next one, and this one is a big one, and I'm actually I'm going to hit on it briefly, and I'll talk more about it a bit later. But just put very simply, it is self-pleasure. Self-pleasure and self-play. So I'll talk more about the play here, but just quickly about the self-pleasure. How we can start to meet this inner child need, very obviously, is to start to reintroduce healthy self-pleasure with ourselves. Right? For most of us, and I'm sure maybe you listening, you've started to notice that this inner child need of healthy sexual expression is showing up. The fact that it was not met is showing up in your adult relationships, maybe your intimate relationships in the bedroom. So before we start to we before we start to address that, we can realize that we can begin with ourselves. If we want to enhance the pleasure that we're having with another being, sexual pleasure, then we must let ourselves enhance that sexual pleasure with ourselves first. So starting with self-pleasure is a really important piece here. And I'm going to speak more about that in a bit. But let me go back. Let me continue here with self-play. Right? Play and more importantly, unbound play with no structure, <laughs> with no time limit, with no time frame, now really hits on a, a few different things here. Right. When we allow ourselves unbound play, we're not just tapping into the inner child, but we're tapping into that sacral center of the inner child. We're tapping into the the pleasure of the play. We're tapping into the joy of the play. We're tapping into the creativity of the play. So what this is really doing is it's ticking a lot of boxes within this balance, in this sacral center, in this sexual center, in this inner child center. So really allowing yourselves to allowing yourself to play without restriction, right? Because what is that? That is the feminine, right? Flowing, right? And this could, look, this, could, this could look very different for each of us. So I don't want yourself to put a box on it, right? It could be going out into nature, right? It could be playing with your children. It could be playing with pets and animals. It could be playing in different environments, right? You're, you're going to know the best situation for you but the most important piece here is that it's play with yourself and it's play that's unbounded and if you can do that then you're tapping into this need next up here next tip next action items on meeting this inner child need of healthy sexual expression and this and this this divine feminine masculine balance is Allowing sensuality to come up in your life in many different ways. So what I mean by this is there is a, I would say there is a difference between sexuality and sensuality. And sexuality, I would actually connect to more of the, more of the act itself, more of the beautiful sexual acts that we have with ourselves or with a partner. And I would say sensuality is now we're starting to involve a bit more of the senses, right? A bit more of the intentional love behind a 
sexual endeavor. So what I mean by this is allowing sensuality to come out in all of its forms could be starting to tune into how you are turned on or stimulated by the smell of someone or something of you. It could be how you are turned on and connecting into pleasure through the taste of something, through the touch of something, through the obviously the sight of something. So sensuality for me is more connected to your senses. But how we start to meet this in a child's need here now is allowing all of this to come up in all the ways, right? Not putting, again, not putting boxes and judgments on what it should or shouldn't look like, right? You are an individualized being. And one of the expressions of this is through this sensuality, right? I've noticed for me, for example, that my connection to my sexual balance comes through my smell, right? I, I, get turned on and my I'm stimulated in these areas by certain smells. Another one for me, and this is obviously a big one for a lot of people, is the sight, right? But not just seeing in the physical, but also closing my eyes and imagining certain scenarios. And I'm sure that one can relate to a lot of people. So it's really giving yourself permission to lean in as much as you desire to the sensuality that can be healing for you. And, and the key word here is allowing, because what is that allowing doing? It's allowing that feminine now to come up. And I don't mean to, I don't mean to overlook the masculine here, but I'm just, I'm using the feminine because it's highly likely that the, the feminine is the one that's unbalanced for you. Right? The masculine could be as well, but just statistically, from what I've seen in the world, in my own journey, the people I've helped and worked with, it's most likely the feminine and its balance within this inner child need. So the sensuality and allowing all of its forms to come up is another step, another tip here for you. The next one here is allowing sensitivity to come up in all of its forms. So a slight difference here, another S, another S word. <laughs> But what I mean by this is, like I said before, a big part of this core inner child need not being met in our in our upbringing and then our adolescence and adulthood is we don't allow ourselves to be sensitive anymore. We think that sensitivity is a weakness. We think that when we are being sensitive, we are being too much, we are being not enough, all the things. But this could not be further from the truth. The more sensitive you are, the more aware you are, the more aware you are, the more power, the more knowledge, the more guidance and information that you have. So it's giving yourself permission to move beyond the belief systems that have programmed you to think that sensitivity is a weakness. It's allowing yourselves, allowing yourself to be sensitive in all the ways. Because if you can, this can allow this inner child need, this sexual, sensual, creative area to bring some balance, to bring back balance. I'll give you an example in my life. I've noticed within my spiritual awakening at large, I've become more sensitive, right? I've become more attuned to not just the needs and the emotions and the, the energy moving through an external person, place or thing, but also in myself, in my inner world. And if you'd 
asked me and explained this to me about a year ago, I would have said there might have been something going wrong. But now I see it as an advancement into my awakening. And this is not a coincidence. This is because your sensitivity is the way in which your spiritual being speaks to the human form. So just to summarize this piece and this tool here for meeting this inner child's need, really allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to be as sensible as you desire, whether that's with someone else, whether that's with yourself, whether that's, you know, or anything in between. Your sensitivity is your power. Next tool here, next practice I would recommend for you to meet this inner child need, to connect into your sensitivities, your sensuality, your sexuality, this balance that's needed to be met is the power of your breath. Your breath and doing different kinds of breathwork practice can bring you not just only into the present, out of the past that might be weighing you down, can, disconnecting you from the future worries, but the breath starts to now move the energy to the rest of your body. Let me explain what I mean by this, and this will actually connect into the next tool I'll, I'll give here, but many of us within this sacral center where all of these themes are stemming from, we are numb. We are numb from many years of pushing and repressing, right? It's, it's, you can see this in the body in many ways, right? We, we go hyper before we go hypo, right? We get super stimulated. And then if that isn't, if we don't listen to that super stimulation, then everything shuts off. So what we can learn to do now within this sacral area, sexual area, sensual area, creative center, to meet this inner child need is we can start to bring the breath back in intentionally to help us not just open the sacral area, but to help us channel the energy into other areas of the body. When we use the breath and use our visualization and then breathe out, The breath now becomes the boat in which we can access different areas of our being and let go and release anything that's not serving us. So put very simply here, the practice of different kinds of breath work can be a way in which you can unlock and allow and bring back balance to this area and meet this inner child need yourself, right? You might need to work with a, breathwork practitioner, someone that uses the breath, much like myself, to start working out because there's so there's many different kinds of breathwork techniques. And if I went into all of them, this would be a whole other show. But knowing that working with someone, it's going to be coming back to you. You're going to be using these breathwork practices within your own practice throughout the day. Okay. And this leads in now to the next tip and next tool here. When we start to use the breath to expand and express and share the sacral space the rest of our being we're tapping into what the taoists and the the eastern mystics eastern philosophies refer to as the microcosmic orbit 
you have a channel of energy that starts in your sacral area and expands up the back of your spine, up the back of your neck, the back of your head, across your forehead, the top of your roof of your mouth, and then goes to the front of your body. This is your microscopic micros, microcosmic orbit. And it is a channel of energy that we can tap into with our breath, right? Tuning into this sexual, sensual, sexual creative center that is the sacral, and start to channel energy either with ourselves or with our partner to the rest of our body, right? We do this through the breath, we do this through visualization, we do this through the sexual act, self-pleasure, you know, intimacy with another, all the things, but we tap into the, the microcosmic orbit to now send this sexual, sensual, creative energy to the rest of our being for healing, for release, for connection to deeper states of consciousness. Right, and I, I'd, highly look, I'd highly recommend you look into the microcosmic orbit, but just to educate you on this topic, this is the channel of energy that connects the one area of our being to the rest of our being. Right? And this can be how we can meet the need. Right? This is how we can meet this inner child need and bringing balance and allowing pleasure and sexual expression and energy back into our life, into many different areas. Right? This is where the, we can connect the voice to the sacral center. Right? We can, we can open and release and bring balance to our sexual creation energy in the sacral and then transfer that to the voice and start to express through the voice now. Right, and that's just one of the many examples of how we can link different areas of our being to this area and to meeting this need. Right, and this now opens up another tip here and deeper understanding. It's, it's the very act and the very choice, intentional choice, of seeing and letting ourselves understand that everything we've talked about here with this inner child need of sexual energy and expression and the divine masculine and feminine balance, what is this really doing? What is this really helping us see? Well, at a very deep spiritual level, what this is helping us see is that it's showing us that we are divine beings, that this sexual, sensual, creative energy that we can bring back into balance through this inner child need is helping us awaken our godly essence inside of us. Right, divinity through the sexual sensual act can be awakened. Right, when we are doing any of these actions, self pleasure, right, having sex with a partner in a balanced way, like we've talked about here today, this opens us up to divinity. This opens us up to the beautiful power that we have inside of us that we can access either through self pleasure with ourselves or, like I said, in the self of in the act of sex with another person, sexual en energy, sexual intimacy with another person, right? allowing the intimacy into me, you see, of connection in the sexual act with another person to allow this divinity to come out. So, this in itself is a step that we can take to meet this inner child need to heal, to transform, allowing ourselves the understanding and the realization that not only is God inside of us, but that it can be accessed through this sexual act, through this 
divine masculine, divine feminine rebalancing and through this inner child need being met. And if that is not a reason to do this kind of work, I don't know what is. <laughs> being totally honest with you, right? I'd go back to, if this really interests you, I'd go back to listen to the episodes I've done with Heather Tucker. And we've talked a lot about this, about this sexual, sensual connection. I also released an episode, I think it was episode 67 with Andre Knight, where we talked about this as well through the act. This is what Tantra is in many ways. Finally here, the last little tip I'll give action item to take around this inner child need of sexual expression, healthy sexual balance is really allowing yourself, allowing yourself to open up and to release all feelings of guilt and shame in this area of the body. Right? If you've listened to my chakra episodes, if you've heard me speak about chakra healing in general, you've heard me speak and reiterate time and time again that guilt and shame likes to hold itself in this area of the body, the sacral center that we've been talking about all today. So an action item here that you can take is catching yourself whenever you fall into shame and guilt around anything, especially around this sexual, sensual activities and memories and experiences and really being with yourself and allowing that guilt and shame to move. Right, I'm going to be controversial here, but I'm going to say how we get it to move, how we get it to release and 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 let go from our being is by loving it. I want you to treat these aspects, these these repressed this repressed guilt and shame as a child, right? Within this inner child theme today, how would you address a child that's hurt himself, that's feeling guilty, feeling shameful, feeling broken, how would you treat that child? You would come up to it with unconditional love. You'd hold the space and allow for that beautiful little child to express what it needs to express so it can grieve and grow. You need to do the same thing with your inner world, with your inner reality. The moment that you feel guilt and shame, you catch it, you bring awareness to it, you love it, and you become the cosmic container of love, the cosmic container of love that you are, you hold the space for you to acknowledge, to release, and to let go of that guilt and shame. Not pushing yourself, not expecting yourself, but with intentional love, unconditional love, allowing that energy and that those emotions to be forgiven and to be released. So you're not storing, you're not repressing, you're not pushing down anymore in this area of the body. And if you can do this, I promise you it will reflect in the relationship with your inner child, in the relationship with your sensual, sexual energy, and in the relationship with your external partners, family, friends, or lovers. So I hope that has resonated with you, and I hope that all these tips have resonated, and I hope that you've seen today the need of this, the need for this inner child need to be met, <laughs> the need and really the urgency that a lot of us need to really become aware of around this. Right? I don't say urgency to make you be fearful. I say urgency to help you feel empowered right? because all these things today you can start to do. Right? You may need help. Right? That's why people like me exist. 
That's why coaches like me exist. But that doesn't mean that it's not doable, right? If anything, when you work with someone and, and you seek support, that's not you being weak. That's not you failing. That's you realizing that you need that love outside of you to help you come back to that inner love inside of you. Right? And that is very human. That is very normal. So as always with these shows, I want to end this by saying, don't believe me. Don't believe any of these words that I've said today. I want you to take action on them. Right? I want you to see and to feel, which I'm sure you have throughout this episode, but I want you to see and feel how this impacts you once you take action on this in your own life. I don't want you to take my word as truth. I want you to take your word as truth. And I want you to test. I want you to experiment with one or many of these things today and see how it goes. And then let me know. Right, Reach out to me with any other questions, thoughts, comments you have. Right, You can always leave these in reviews. Right? That helps build the show, but it also helps you leave feedback. You can also reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, right? where I have a lot of my content. But really, I'd love to know how this impacts you and how this changes your life. Right, if you re- if you are aware that you can't do this alone, right, and this has resonated, but you feel like you need a bit of deeper support, then that's also what I'm there to do as well. Right, I am the coach that helps you connect back into your cosmic antenna of love, so you can move through and come back to balance. And as this show has highlighted today, meet this very specific inner child need of healthy sexual expression. Right, as well as many other things I talk about on this show. But outside of all that, I send you love today. I send you light. I hope this hit your heart deeply. Until next time on the show, I hope you have a beautiful evening, day, and morning wherever you are in the world. And I'm sending you so much love from my heart to yours. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. DC, I host the rock podcast back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to back to the arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour.